Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Manny, the batter fans are back. Yes, we are. The batter Jets fans, that is. At least. Welcome to another episode of Batter Jets fans. I am your host, Daniel Granada, along with my co-host here, Emmanuel Palacios. How are you doing, sir? Damn, just put my whole legal name out there. <laughs> <laughs> don't I usually? My fault. Manny, man, Manny's fine. Yeah, you know, Manny, Manny. don't. I don't think my own mother even calls me Emmanuel, but ladies and gentlemen, it's great to be back here with you. It's great to be back and talk some Jets football, man. It's been a, it's been an interesting few days since mm-hmm. we dropped our last episode. There's been plenty of feedback that's coming from that episode. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to touch on it a little bit here, but other than that, man, I'm doing amazing, and uh, it's time to record another another fire episode. No, for sure. And uh, today we kind of wanted to focus in on. I think the elephant in the room, right? Because everybody's focused in on plan A, which is obviously Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Plan B, which is Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. But everybody, usually you go for plan A, but a lot of people are going over past plan A and hoping for plan B because it's more of a sure thing. Right. Because you don't know what plan A is, if it's plan A is going to work out. And if you hold off for plan A, plan B might not be an option. So right. we need a third plan. So this is kind of what we want to cover today. What happens if Aaron Rodgers leaves his back cave? If Derek Carr ends up signing with somebody else and we waited so long for Aaron Rodgers, we miss out on both of them and then we have to turn to somebody else. So what are those other options? That's kind of what we want to talk about today. But I know that you wanted to go ahead and, and talk about something before we get started. So I'm going to let that, you get that off your chest before we get started. So I think I think for the most part, when we dropped, when we dropped that last video, especially at the very beginning, we made it known that first and foremost, me without wearing a Miami Dolphins hat, if I was a New York Jet fan, and Danny obviously being the legit Jet fan, said, no way in hell, if I could have Aaron Rodgers, I don't want anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm, I'm still not sure. And there's no reason I'm bringing it up. We drove that point home as much as we can, but we also understood that if he isn't available or if he gets traded somewhere else, Derek Carr is a great number two option to go with. For and, sure. that, and that is literally the point of the video that we dropped last week. I, I get it. Like we read, I think we read through all 173 comments and I'm pretty sure we commented at least on 98% of them. And for the most part, people got the gist of the video. Of course, there were Raider fans that were coming out and say, no, please don't pick this guy up. Um, he's not what you think he is. And that's fine. Like they got to see him for the last nine years. But when you're not, I guess a Raiders fan, and you look at it from my perspective, for example, I'm a Dolphins fan and I see Derek Carr. I see a great quarterback. You could say he didn't get any playoff wins like we mentioned last week, losing in the cold. At the end of the day, that guy was never surrounded with any talent and still put up the numbers he did. Those are just the final say that I had on the whole Derek Carr conversation. No, for sure. And the quarterbacks that we had this year had great talent. They had Garrett Wilson. They had Brees Hall for a, for a, a half period of the season. Yeah. And I mean, they still weren't putting up numbers. They were putting up wins. Zach Wilson was 5-2 and two at one point, but he wasn't putting up the numbers with that talent around him. You know, at that point, Vera Tucker was still uh, healthy. And, right. you know, it's just we've seen such bad QB play that we're ready for something else. And right. Derek Carr would be a, a, a breath of fresh air. Correct. So let's get on to it. Uh, our, let, 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 let's first make sure that we recover. Plan A is Aaron 100% Aaron Rodgers. If that I is plan knew- A. If we both knew 100% that Aaron Rodgers could be a New York Jet tomorrow, that's what we want. Fuck all the other plans. 
hundred percent, right? Now, my understanding is that he was in the back cave over the weekend, so I think he might be coming out. Yeah. Now, Shoot. supposedly he was going to make his decision while in there. Now that had me thinking: How do you think that works? My understanding is that when you're there for three, four days and your senses are deprived of of everything, you start to hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think if he chooses the Jets, it's because he randomly hallucinates like a fireman Ed in front of him? <laughs> like all of a sudden, fireman Ed appears and it's like, hey, Aaron, you got to be a Jet. J-E-T, you know, and then Aaron. Right, right. That and has then, to be how it goes. And then Frank giving him like one of his ill sandwiches and he's just oh, yes. biting into like the most delicious sandwich <laughs> of all time. I, I can see that, man. I can see that. Because I, I don't see how... Losing all senses kind of just brings you to that point. You have to be waiting for to see who pops up in front of you. I, I think Fireman Ed would have an ill uh, uh, con- time convincing him, like a like a whole little speech for him. Yeah. But let's say that that doesn't happen, and then he goes to Plan B, and Derek Carr decides to go to the Panthers or the Saints or somewhere else. Right. We're basically out of luck, so we got to find a Plan C. So here we go. Plan C's. Mm-hmm. Now I want to start off with some honorable mentions. Okay. Now, these honorable mentions are honorable mentions. Well, a few of them are honorable mentions because I believe that if they were to come, they would be competing with Zach Wilson for a starting job. Okay? Mind you, so honorable one. mentions, let, you got to put this asterisk in front of it. He's not saying he wants any of these quarterbacks. No, He's no, no. He's just no, saying no. these are all viable plan C potential quarterbacks, but not in his top X amount that he wants. So just throwing that out go. there. Mike White, number one. Okay. Okay. Easy enough. Like, he's already there. He knows the system. He knows the players. Perfect option. Go ahead. Tyler Heineke. I like Tyler Heineke. Okay. I I think that if he were to go to the Jets, though, he'd still be competing with Zach Wilson. It wouldn't be a shooting that he gets the job. I agree. Cooper Rush. I also like Cooper Rush. Again, I think he would end up competing with Zach Wilson. So any of those three names, I think they go to the Jets and they're competing for the job with Zach Wilson. Yeah. And now this last name, if he were to get signed by the Jets or, or they would trade for him, he would be the starter off rip. But I say honorable mention because I think that it would make no sense. I don't want him on the team. And that would be Lamar Jackson. Mm. I know people will kill me for saying that. 100%. But remember, Nathaniel Hackett is now the offensive coordinator. Right. Nathaniel Hackett runs the West Coast offense. Unless Nathaniel Hackett is going to go and redo all of his offense, which I highly doubt, I cannot see them signing Lamar Jackson. And also, when it comes to Lamar Jackson, you've seen Jets Twitter. You see how critical Jets Twitter is. Can you imagine two straight losses and Garrett Wilson was targeted like three times in those two games because Lamar Jackson just doesn't pass it to the receivers? He only feeds the tight ends. Like, I promise you, if we get Lamar Jackson, go ahead and pick up C.J. Uzama. In, in a fantasy football because he's right. going to get a lot of catches. But yeah. Garrett Wilson is going to take a dip. Elijah Moore, you thought Elijah Moore was complaining last year about not getting the ball. Imagine if Lamar Jackson's that quarterback. So I can see why it's exciting to think that the most exciting player in the NFL comes to your team. He's victory but, 2.0 for sure. But and, and I think that he would help us win more. Obviously mm-hmm. a lot more than these guys. But the way he helps us win, I don't know how long that can be sustained. I don't know if that works on the Nathaniel Hackett's offense. And I, I just rather see somebody that can get Gary Wilson the ball consistently. That's just me. What do you think about Lamar Jackson? I don't like Lamar Jackson at all. And I, we're going to get killed. I, I feel it already. I, I, I'm i seeing into the future. 100%. 100%. This comment session is going to be livid when they hear this. But I don't, I don't like Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's a good fit for you guys at all. 
No. Um, even before Nathaniel Hackett got there, I think even with Lafleur and what Lafleur was trying to do with his quarterbacks, like you said, it, you said it yourself. Why the hell are we passing so much at one point last season? Like regardless of what quarterback was in there, um, I don't think Nathaniel Hackett, like you said, he runs a West Coast offense. It's a little bit different than what Lafleur was trying to run, but I still don't think that scheme fits perfectly with Lamar Jackson. You want to bring in players that complement the system that you're about to run. I don't think Lamar Jackson's that fit. Look, if we if we were like the Giants, where they don't really have any superstar wide receivers, bring Lamar Jackson. We don't have anybody to throw it on the outside to anyway. Just yeah. feed the tight ends. But we want to get our, our, our outside receivers involved. I, I I just don't see how it would fit. If he ends up there, obviously I think it's exciting, but I just don't see how it fits. So that's why he's an honorable mention. So I'm going to okay. go to my top five plan C's. Top five. Let's go. You ready? All right. Number five, do I think it's going to happen? No, because it would be quite the odd story. And I also don't think he leaves the team that he's currently on. And that would be one Mr. Geno Smith. Mm. Currently on Seattle Seahawks. I think that he played well enough to earn a contract from Seattle. I think the fact that he was once a Jet, I don't, I cannot imagine him ever coming back. The media would have a field day. Um, I, I just don't see it. Uh, but if we're talking strictly football, Geno Smith was balling last year. He can take care of that ball. He could put up the numbers that we didn't realize they could put up before before he actually got an opportunity. Yeah, I think that he would do well in this offense. But again, I, I just don't see it happening. But I think that if it were to happen, that would be my fifth choice as a plan C. What do you think about that, man? I, I, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on this because I, I think I agree with every single point. The one that I agree with more than anything um, is the fact that he was a previous Jet. I don't see a person leaving a team. And then saying, you know what? Let me go back and quarterback for that team. I just can't see it. That's like why I didn't even put Sam Darnold as an honorable mention because that's never going to happen either. Right. I, I I can't see him. Like if maybe a wide receiver coming back towards the end of his career. Yeah, not the, a quarterback. Not a quarterback. Listen, he did have 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He did ball. He threw for 4,200 yards last season. He did ball. Kind of like what you thought about Russell Wilson before he left. You're like, oh, this guy was probably a system quarterback. Went to Denver. I didn't think that about Russell Wilson. You didn't? I thought you did think that he was a system no. quarterback. But no, he I thought exposed. Russell Wilson was just a baller. Yeah, I thought Russell yeah. Wilson was a baller. Yeah, he got exposed hard going to Denver. Um, and then Geno Smith comes along, has a great season. Um, but, I, I again, I don't see Geno coming, so I, I don't want to spend too much time on that one. All right, so that was number five. Now let's move to number four, one that I would not be happy with, but I, would, I could see happening. Okay. That would be your boy, Ryan Tannehill. Mm. Mm. To me, getting Ryan Tannehill would be like rehiring Adam Gase. I don't know why we decide to go ahead and pick up the Dolphins' garbage. Now, I understand that he had a stop in Tennessee. He had a stop in Tennessee. He played decent in Tennessee. I get it. He was riding Derrick Henry's shoulders. Broad, broad shoulders. I get it. But I just would not want to see Ryan Tannehill on this team. Again, Nathaniel Hackett runs the West Coast offense. Ryan Tannehill is more of a play action, hit the intermediate pass. He's not the 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 two three step drop, quick out. Like that's not him. I, I I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill guy to begin with. When he was on the Dolphins, I would contact Manny all the time. He's like, man, do I hope he stays on your team another three years? Because I knew that you guys would go nowhere with him as your quarterback, and I wanted him to be a Dolphin as long as possible. I don't want him anywhere near the Jets. But where there's smoke, there's fire, and I'm hearing a lot of Tannehill talk with the Jets. So I do think that's a possibility if we don't get Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. Now, let me hear what you have to say about your boy, Ryan Tannehill, because I know you love him. He is the epitome of a career like Derek Carr. And bear with me one second here. 
Talk about being on a team and surrounded by nothing is the epitome of Ryan Tannehill's career while on the Miami Dolphins. He was the most sacked quarterback within the first five seasons of his career and survived for five straight years until a hit to the kneecap by one Calais Campbell. And he didn't, he opted not to have surgery, came back in training camp, tore that ACL up again. And then long behold, no longer a Miami Dolphin, but Danny, he went to the Tennessee Titans, the same talent that was around Marcus Mariota and Marcus Mariota couldn't do anything with it. Tannehill came in and all of a sudden made them a playoff team. You're talking about 22 and six touchdown interceptions, his first season, then 33 to seven. Oh, I'm sorry. 21 to 14. Now you say that third year, he had a bad, he had a rough year, but at the end of the day, you give me a 33 and seven, 22 and six Ryan Tannehill on the New York Jets with the talent you guys have, sir. For me, option B, Derek Carr. Option B one, Ryan Tannehill. B one. Listen, the one Jets thing I'll have will be a Ryan Tannehill jersey right here, somewhere, somewhere oh, right here. God. Just throwing that out there. Dude, that's horrible. Uh, no, I want no part of Ryan Tannehill. He's, I think he's almost as old as Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. I think I, he is. How old is Ryan? Aaron Rodgers? Like thirty nine. How old is Ryan Tannehill? He got to be uh, in his late thirties. Give me a second here. I'll tell you right now. I, well, I want go, no parts of the Ryan Tannehill. He's thirty-four years old. He's thirty-four years 34. old. Thirty-four. He's younger than I thought. But yeah, I want no parts of Ryan Tannehill and his surgically repaired knees. And I just rather stay away from all that. Great team right. guy. Great team guy. I'm, I'm sure all those scrubs are. All right. So number <laughs> three. Now here's where we're gonna get a little funky. Okay. Uh -oh. I know some people are gonna be like, "Uh, oh, what the hell?" Wait. By the way, I don't know this list. He told me he wanted me to catch me by surprise. He's like, I'm going to throw him at you. Let me see how you react. Who is your number three? Epa. Daniel Jones. Epa. Now, people are speculating that he's going to resign with the Giants, but things are getting a little rough with the whole contract negotiations. Sure. So nothing's for sure yet. But he had one hell of a season with the Giants. Is he one hell of a quarterback? No. Would I take him over Ryan Tannehill? Hell yes. He had a – I need to look up these stats. 15 touchdowns to five interceptions. That was, that's what you consider balling out? Did you see the weapons that he had outside of Saquon Barkley? I can make Name the same a wide receiver. I can make the same excuse. I can make the same excuse. He had Derrick Henry. He's not the wide receiver on the team. Those 33 to 7 touchdown inter to interception ratio, those weren't to Derrick Henry, sir. Those yeah, were offensive line. You should, you should not. No, you should no. not put Daniel Jones in front of this guy. And Daniel black. and Daniel Jones can run the ball. Daniel Jones can run the ball. Take on Barkley, just throwing that out there. Just throwing look, that out there. Look, Fuck look, Daniel I, I, Jones. I, I, Daniel Jones should not be on your list ahead of Ryan Tannehill. Fuck that. Oh, most definitely ahead of Ryan Tannehill. I want no parts of Ryan Tannehill unless it's over Geno Smith. And you know, what? if I thought Geno Smith was a possibility, I probably would have put him Ryan Tannehill wow. at fifth. You're a disrespectful but, guy. And, and look, I'm having a hard time finding his rushing stats, but I'm telling you, right? I'm not going to waste time looking for his rushing stats. No. But Daniel Jones can ru run the ball. Yes, he can. He, he yes, is he a can. dual court. He's a dual threat. And what yeah. we need is somebody that can manage the game because we want to win the ball. We want to win the games with our running game and with our defense. Yes. Now, I know Daniel Jones fumbles the ball quite a bit, which is a little scary. Do mm -hmm. I want Daniel Jones? No, that's why he's not my number one option. Okay. He's not my number one option, Fuck but that. if I had to choose between Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones, 
I'll take Daniel Jones. Again, I don't think he's going to be an option. I think he's going to going back to the Giants. Can I throw one little simple caveat out there as well? Even if he mm-hmm. is a viable option, you're going to pay what he, um, you're going to pay Daniel Jones what he's asking for. He's currently asking for forty million a season, forty five million a season. This guy is not worth forty five million a season. No, he's definitely not. No, 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 definitely not. No, if it, if he's asking for that type of money, and that's why I'm saying. If that's what he's asking for, nobody's going to give it to him. So the Giants are going to probably be the ones that pay him the most out of anybody. They because... said they'll franchise him if he, if, they, if he ultimately doesn't accept the type of offer they're giving him. That's what Jeff Darlington reported earlier this morning. So, again, I think he ends up back on the Giants. But yes. I'm just naming name of the names that are available. Yes. The best Daniel Jones C's. should have been number five on your list. That's all I got to say. No, Ryan Tannehill should have been number five. But I think Geno Smith is going to go back to the Seahawks 100% <laughs> for sure. So that's why he's there. All, All right, right, moving on to number, number two. two. Number two is a caveat with number two. And, okay. and let me edit. Let me edit this real quick because it's it definitely a caveat with this. All right, let I'm me curious. just added that right quick. All right, I just fixed it. All right, now let me show you. Number two, Jimmy Garoppolo slash Zach Wilson. Now, <laughs> why do here. I put I, Zach Wilson? I know why. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is my second plan C because yep. there's a good chance that if we were to sign Jimmy Garoppolo, we will also be signing up to see Zach Wilson play at least half the season yep. because Jimmy Garoppolo is guaranteed to go down. Now, if Jimmy Garoppolo can win those eight games that he does start, then we're asking Zach Wilson to win one of, what, nine? So yeah. maybe we're in the playoffs anyway. But if you, if you sign Jimmy Garoppolo, I get it. West Coast offense, when he plays, he wins, puts up good numbers. I get it. I understand why people want him. 16-4 and last season before he got hurt. But he's made out of glass. He is made out of glass. And that's the issue. The issue is that if we get Jimmy Garoppolo, you're signing up for Zach Wilson. Yeah. Don't don't get it twisted, 100%. Look at me in the eyes. If you want Jimmy Garoppolo, you are signing up for Zach Wilson also. And if you don't want Zach Wilson – you want no parts of Jimmy Garoppolo. Facts. That I promise you. I don't need to add so, anything to that. That is facts. That was my number two, though, because I understand Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty good quarterback. It's just he comes along with Zach Wilson. That's my issue. And now the number one option, the plan C. So I think it's Aaron Rodgers' plan A, Derek Carr plan B. And if it was up to me, I know I'm going to get shit for this, but I don't oh, care because this baby. is my opinion. My plan C would be. Gardner Minshew. You can't take my my backup plan. But that's, that's your backup plan for your backup quarterback. Fact. I want him to be my starter if I can't get Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. And okay. if I go to Gardner Minshew, he's like, hey, do you want to go to Miami and live in a warm weather where you don't have to play football and get to just chill on the bench and look hot and pick up hot women? You know what? He might choose Miami. You're right. You're no, right. but seriously, uh, I, I think we, we could offer him the starting job. Now, I was looking yeah. up Gardner Minshew numbers. Now, have you looked up Gardner Minshew's numbers? I did. That's why that's why he was my option one for a backup quarterback for the Miami Dolphins in case Tua does come back and has another season where, let's say, he's in, injured. Um, I thought his numbers look amazing, and he was also surrounded by turds in Jacksonville, and the type of stats he was putting up in Jacksonville, amazing. So let me break this down for you. On top of having the best mustache – in all yeah. of American sports. I agree. Not just the NFL. Yep. That's a, it's an immaculate, immaculate mustache. As somebody who sometimes, appreciates facial hair, I appreciate his mustache. And, and, and sometimes he rocks the mullet. That guy would be a walking meme for us. He would be a fan favorite 
in so many ways. So yeah. much team apparel. And I know nobody gives a crap about team apparel when you're losing. But I'm just adding additional positives. So let me just tell you the stats. His rookie season, he threw for 21 touchdowns and six interceptions. To a bunch of nobodies. To a bunch of nobodies, 60% completion. Okay, not that great a completion percentage. Rookie season. Sophomore season went up to 66% completion percentage, 16 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Now, that's the season where they only won one game. But I will tell you that he only started eight games. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they needed to tank on purpose because they wanted Trevor Lawrence. And they knew if we throw Gardner Minshew out there, he's going to win some games for us. So they purposely benched him. Go back and look at it. There was no reason as to why to bench him other than they were tanking. And then he came to Philadelphia for the last two years. His first year in Philly, he started two games, threw for four touchdowns, one interception. Now, last year, he only started, I think he started one or two games, three, three touchdowns, three, three interceptions, not as good. But overall, he's played well. Am I saying he is great? No. Nope. Am I saying he's going to lead us to the Super Bowl? No. Nope. No. But I think he's, he's better, better than Zach Wilson. He's better than Zach Wilson for sure. I would take him over Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo comes with an attached Zach Wilson to his name. Yep. I would take him over Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones, although I said that he could, he's a dual threat, I'm not in love with Daniel Jones. Right. I don't even want to talk about Ryan Tannehill because I hate him. And then Geno Smith, he's not coming back to New York. Yeah. And you said that Russell Wilson was assistant quarterback and that's why he played well in Seattle. What's Geno Smith going to look like when he leaves Seattle? Exactly. We don't know. Exactly. So to me, plan C. Gardner Minshew. I, I, I want to add before we tune out here is the fact that Gardner Minshew, if I could convince you guys for just one minute, Gardner Minshew is young. He's hungry. He's ready to prove that he could be a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. And you want to know the biggest positive to getting Gardner Minshew as your quarterback, Danny? You are not going to have to pay him anywhere near the amount of money that you have to pay Derek Carr to bring him to New York. For sure. That means – that you could spend more of that money in other positions to either improve, uh, improve upon, strengthen as far as far as depth goes. Because, like you said, you guys were playing with the patchwork O line for most of the year, and if you guys had a, let's say, solidified O line, Brees Hall probably doesn't get injured. Michael Carter probably has more of a, be- uh, a better sophomore season. Like you can even bring in another option to Garrett Wilson because we already know Garrett Wilson is for sure your number one. You can bring and in Corey another Davis tight end. Probably gone. One of the things that you mentioned um, is that you are a big Mike Gesicki fan. He is a free agent this upcoming season. I don't think the Dolphins are going to re-sign him. That's also potential money that you could split with giving Gardner Minshew starting quarterback money. Nowhere near what Derek Carr is going to require. And you could potentially sign him Mike Gesicki. You're talking about you know, a, a, a great We already got our two tight ends. But you know what? If we end up getting Lamar Jackson, we need like five tight ends. So Right. There you go. I'm glad to know that Mike Gesicki is available. Yeah. All right. Well. That was plan C for me. I know that you guys are going to shit all over it, but feel free to shit in the comment section. Please do. I love, you guys I love were... to read it in response, so feel free. We both do. You guys were amazing that last video. Thank you for watching it. Thank you for hitting that like button. Thank you for interacting with it. But like always, we gave you our list. Well, he gave you your list. You come back, drop in the comments who you don't agree with, who you would get if you had to go to a plan C. Because think about it. You are the New York Jets. You are a battered fan base. There could be a possibility, a real possibility, where you don't get either option A or option B. 
So if you had to go with an option C, who is your quarterback? And you got to hope that Fireman Ed comes through with that hallucination speech. I'm telling you. For sure. All right. Thank you for listening to the end. And we will catch you uh, on the next episode. I think we're going to break these down in a little more detail maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Catch you guys.